everyone. Hey everyone. Thanks for joining me today on another episode of 21 Sessions. Yeah, so as usual, as usual, thanks for joining me today on your weekly episode 21 Sessions on Wednesdays or if you tuned in on Wednesdays or tuned in whatever day of the week that you decide to listen to 21 Sessions. But just always, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for following and thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed listening to all other 44 episodes I've published for you to listen to. Today, well, for this week, Wednesday's episode, we are on episode number 45. 45 episodes already. 45. And I just realized that it's a new month as well. I didn't realize, I totally forgot last week's episode was like the last episode of the month of September and now it's the new month of October. So today, yeah, first week, new week of a new month, October. Halloween is at the end of the month. Next thing you know, it's going to be new uh, November, December, and then January. Definitely has gone by pretty quickly. I'm pretty sure I said it in last week's episode and other episodes. But yeah, this year has definitely gone by pretty quickly. Um, I'm not too sure if, you know, I mean, if you're taking your kids out this year for Halloween, for trick-or-treating, I'm not too sure how, if that's, if, well, it's still a thing, trick-or-treating, but I'm not sure from some some of you parents if it's something that you want to do this year since the pandemic started. And everything I know this past couple of years, we haven't had, you guys haven't had any trick-or-treating for your kids or anything like that because pandemic started and the whole craziness of that coming afterwards and during. But yeah, so Halloween, October, new month, Halloween, I believe Halloween lands on a Monday. Yeah, I think it's a Monday. So yeah, I don't know if trick-or-treating is a thing. Or will be a thing this year. But yeah. So for today's episode. Well I do have quite a few um, updates. And then I'll go in, as usual. I go, I'll go into today's main topic. But let's start off with the updates. I already have two updates for you guys. Or well, two things to talk about. Um, before today's main topic. That I actually want to talk to you guys about. It's nothing much. First thing I have that I want to bring up is Hocus Pocus. I know I talked about it last week. How Hocus Pocus was released on September 30th on Friday on Disney+. Plus. So if you have Disney+, Plus, um, and you know, you guys, I don't know if you guys want to check out Hocus Pocus too. But me and my husband watched it. Very excited. My husband, not so much excited. I mean, he likes Hocus Pocus, you know, the first one. But he's he was not as excited as I was to watch Hocus Pocus too. So, but yeah, so I I we got to watch we watched Hocus Pocus too on Friday after I got home from work, we ate some dinner and watching the movie. And I'm not gonna spoil anything for you guys, you know, tell you what goes on because I want to leave it up to you guys to watch it. If if that's something you do, if not, then that's that's okay. Maybe you'll watch little snippets of it on 
Instagram or something. They keep posting a lot of it on Instagram. <clears throat> but yeah. Um, for Hocus Pocus 2, I liked it. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed watching it. I liked it. Um, it's probably not something I would watch over and over compared to the first Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, for sure, I've watched that a thousand times throughout the whole year. You know, it, it's, it's, yeah. But Hocus Pocus 2, I, 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 well, I did enjoy it. So it is something I would watch again. Probably not as much as Hocus Pocus 1, though. But yeah, that's all I got to say for Hocus Pocus 2. But you guys should definitely go watch it. It is something worth watching a few times, at least once in your lifetime. But yeah, so go check out Hocus Pocus 2 on Disney+. Plus. If you have Disney+, Plus, if you don't have Disney+, Plus, maybe go borrow somebody's one. Or go sign up your own. If that is something that you are interested in doing. If not, then... All right, then. No need to. Just, I guess, move on to the next movie or something. But yeah, Hocus Pocus 2 Disney+. Plus. Check it out at least once. Um, but anyways, my next my next um, thing I want to talk about, I wanted to bring up, was about <clears throat> if you guys, I'm, I know you guys heard me talk about it throughout this podcast, but you guys know that I do arts and crafts. And this year, I decided that I'm going to do a giveaway, a giveaway for my arts and craft. And I'm going to do that in January. So in about three months, yeah, in January 2023, I'm going to be doing a giveaway. And that's, yeah, and about, that's in literally in three months. Um, I haven't exactly determined what day of January most likely on one of my days off, of course. But I know for sure it will be in January 2023 that I will be doing my giveaway for the arts and craft. And the giveaway will be for everybody that has made any type of purchase from my arts and craft in the year of 2022. Um, it doesn't matter the amount that you made, the amount of purchase the whatever it is you ordered, it doesn't matter. The amount what you ordered, it doesn't matter. As long as you made some type of purchase from me in 2022 for the arts and craft, your name is already automatically added to the giveaway. So you will have a chance to win a prize. I just haven't determined yet. I mean, I have a few ideas as to what the prizes will be for the giveaway. Um, I do have some things set aside that I think will be useful for whoever the winner is. So I probably will probably just, yeah, end up giving those. I just have to finalize the few ideas that I have as it gets closer to the giveaway. And then also I have I haven't decided I think last I think when I did a giveaway this year in January for the year of 2021 I picked I um there was two I did two winners so I'm also that's also another thing that I'm also thinking about for the giveaway in January is the, deciding if I want to do um if I if if I want to do two winners for the giveaway 
Um, I most likely will lean towards two winners just to just because I did it the last time when I did the giveaway was two winners. So I most likely will pick will stick with doing to two winners. Um, there are some things that I am trying to give um, get rid of that didn't really sell so well. You know, so maybe, if, you know, whoever the winners are or winner, maybe we'll find useful, we'll find it useful for them or for somebody else or whatnot. But who doesn't love winning free stuff, right? I mean, I, it's nice to win free stuff or to get free stuff, you know, fun free stuff. So, yeah. So that's what I'm going to be doing for the giveaway for the arts and craft. It's going to be done in January 2022. Uh, January 2023, sorry. Not 22, it's already almost over. Um, doing the giveaway for the arts and crafts in January 2023. And it will be for all the people that's made purchases in the year of 2022. And I most likely will be picking two winners for the giveaway. So, join the giveaway. You could win something, whoever you are. And yeah, you still got time. You still got time to win something. Just as long as you've made a purchase, make any type of purchase. Doesn't, amount, doesn't matter the the amount or what it is you purchase as long as you've made some type of purchase in 2022 your name would automatically be added to the giveaway so if this giveaway is something that you're interested in you still got time to go ahead and enter into this 2022 giveaway that's of course if that is something you're interested in no pressure it's okay if you don't want to participate or whatnot totally up to you but it's fun to do i enjoy doing it and i'm pretty sure other people that's participated has enjoyed doing it as well okay so that's pretty much all i have for my updates like i said earlier it's only a couple two things that i want to go over and that's pretty much it hocus pocus 2 and the craft giveaway for 2022 i'm actually gonna take a pause for a minute and then after the pause we'll go back into today's main today's main topic um before i take before i take the short pause um today's main topic that i wanted to talk about is frequently asked questions about the arts and crafts and the podcast only because i only because this topic, I always get asked a lot about things, whether it's pertaining to the crafts or pertaining to the podcast. And I figured, you know, I, I'll talk about it in a podcast episode so that I don't really have to. I mean, I don't mind repeating myself to people, but then also at the same time, I feel like maybe if I do an episode, they might listen, you know, find their answer in the episodes in the, this episode somewhere. But anyways, that's today's main topic. We're going to take a quick pause for a minute. And then when we come back, I'm going to go ahead and dive into today's, um, today's conversation. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to 
21 sessions. I hope you enjoyed that minute break. I just needed to rehydrate, use the bathroom, and all of that stuff. Before we start this long process of, long episode of talking. So, as I mentioned earlier, um, before the, on the first half of the episode, um, I decided to do a frequently asked question episode about the arts and crafts and the podcast. Because I feel like sometimes, sometimes, depending on the conversation, depending on what it is, whether it's a podcast or the crafts, certain things I um, tend to repeat myself. So I figured it would be a good idea to kind of just talk about it in this episode on 21 Sessions. Just to explain things a little bit better for your understanding and for my understanding. So we're both on the same page of things. Also, there are some things that keeps popping up for the arts and craft as far as what um, what people, I guess you could say what people ask me to create for them or decorate for them and what they they um like expect me to do which some things I don't do because I see how much hard well not all how much complicated and harder it can be if I lean towards certain things versus to what I do now but anyways we'll start with the podcast um, talking about the podcast since that's an easier topic to bring up and then we'll do the crafts afterwards because the crafts one is kind of a lot more that people tend to ask for versus um, asking about the podcast. But anyways, yeah, so we'll start with the podcast itself. So how do I distribute the episodes for 21 sessions? I, 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 I'm pretty, I know I, I know I've had an episode earlier this year where I talked about the podcast kind of like behind the scenes thing you know and everything but it's okay I'll go ahead and repeat 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 it again this episode as well as well as other updates for the crafts I think that's actually I think that's what I'm gonna start doing is every once in a while I'll bring up frequently asked questions frequently asked questions about the crafts and about the podcast because I know there's always going to be I know there's new things out there there's new things, new ways, and every and whatnot to do things, and there's always going to be something that develops, you know, that's gonna pop up. You know, it's a long process in things, whether it's the podcast or the crafts. So maybe starting, maybe going forward, starting this week, going forward, I'll probably do an episode once in a while where I bring up the frequently asked questions about the crafts and the podcast of course I'll try to spread it out throughout the year for you guys to listen to I mean who knows I'm not even sure how often I'm going to do this type of episode Um, mainly because I don't want to just talk about crafts and the podcast itself all the time there is other topics that I do want to bring up for you listeners to listen to the checkout to enjoy you know enjoy you know maybe it's a conversation that a topic conversation that you guys talked about before enjoy listening to and whatnot so 
yeah, so I there is other topics that I do want to, um, you know, give you guys to listen to aside from just always listening to the crafts and the podcast. So again, I'll do this type of episode throughout the year. I'll spread it out. Maybe I'll do two, three times a year, you know, for you guys. And then I'll, you know, of course, I'll talk about other topics as well. Anyways, sorry, I know I kind of went off topic for a minute there. But yeah, we'll start off with the podcast. So how do I distribute the podcast? Um, I use Anchor. Anchor is the program that I use to distribute the podcast. And all you pretty much all you have to do is you record your episodes, you upload it onto Anchor. Of course, you got to create a create a create an account with Anchor, of course. But after you get your account, you upload your episodes onto Anchor. You add the title, add a picture, add the description. I think somewhere in there you can also add add a box where they can where the listeners can ask you some questions, leave some comments about the episodes and whatnot. But pretty much when you upload your episodes out to Anchor, you yeah, put the title, put a picture, put um description of the episodes, and then you you can also schedule you can also schedule when you want to distribute the episodes as well. So for me, I distribute the episodes for 21 sessions on Wednesdays. I normally record the episodes. So when I record the episodes, I usually do it Monday or Tuesday, depending how busy I may be for that week with the crafts or depending how lazy I might get on Monday or Tuesday. It just depends on my... um, it depends on each week how I feel each week, pretty much. So yeah, so when I record um, Monday or Tuesday, I'll upload it onto Anchor. I'll schedule it for I'll schedule for the episode to be released on Wednesday, on yeah Wednesdays at midnight Wednesday time Wednesday day. So yeah, it lets me do it from yeah, it lets me schedule it, um, schedule the time and date to release to publish the episode episodes. And then it pretty much from there, it'll publish all the published episodes for me where the podcast is available, where at least where 21 Sessions podcast is available. So, for example, this podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, uh, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. And then also Anchor has its own website where it distributes the podcast episodes as well. So if you guys follow my Instagram page, there's a link I have in the bio where it shows all the things, all the places where this pod, where 21 session is available. So if you click click on that link in my bio on Instagram, it will take you there and then you can decide from there where you want to listen to the podcast. But yeah, so Anger distributes Anger distributes the 21 session podcast for me to those plays that I just listed for you. Um, the only two podcast apps program that I haven't listened to where it's published at is Pocket Cast and Radio Pop Radio Public. Um, I haven't 
I haven't heard of those two podcast programs before, but that's apparently that's where 21 session um, episodes are published at. But yeah, that's where I go to distribute um, the episodes as far as editing the um, editing the episodes. Um, I, I anchor again, anchor lets me do it. I know in other episodes, all the other, yeah, other episodes, um, the program I was using had like a 10 seconds of silence before I, um, before 10 seconds of silence, before my voice would come on and start talking to you, uh, to you listeners. So on Anchor, um, I don't know why it took me so long to figure this out, but on Anchor, it, I finally figured out how to edit the recording where I can take away that 10 seconds of silence and it just lets me go straight to um, to where the actual episode starts. So and I so now you guys don't have to listen to that 10 seconds, eight seconds, whatever seconds of silence before the actual episode starts. And yeah, I figured that out on Anchor. So editing for me is on Anchor. I don't do very much uh, very much editing with the episodes that I record. I usually for each episode that I do for this podcast, I usually just write down things. I'll, I'll come up with a topic and then I'll come up with like bullet points as far as what it is that I want to talk for that topic. So I don't, yeah, I don't do much editing for the episodes because I kind of have an idea as to what it is I want to talk about. I don't really redo things, like to redo, repeating, you know, redo, 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 and redo things. I like to just record it one time, and then if I edit anything... It's usually just editing, editing the eight to ten seconds of silence before the episode, and then that's about it, which I do on Anchor. As far as doing like the intro and the outro music, as well as the music for the break, for the pause break, for the episodes, I do that on Anchor as well. Anchor provides ten seconds of. 10 seconds or less of instruments for me to use to add to each episode, which is where I'm getting those intros, outros, and the break music for you guys to listen to. So yeah, all of that's from Anchor. So for me, I like to keep it simple, easy. I'm not really too tech savvy like some people are, but yeah, I just like to keep it simple, easy, Simple and easy for me to work, to do, so that it's not complicated for me when I have to do the episodes. And that way I can just, you know, figure things out slowly and then let it be that simple and easy. Which it is what it is. Simple and easy for me. But yeah, so that's pretty much all on Anchor. All of that stuff that I do on Anchor. That's what I love about Anchor. That's why I'm still using Anchor to distribute, edit the episodes and all that good stuff because it, yeah, works out great for me. So if you guys are interested or considering into doing a podcast or anything like that, you guys should definitely check out Anchor and 
it it'll probably work out for you too as well. But yeah, so that's just the episode itself from Anchor. Um, as far as like the time and length, time time length of each episode, I know there's people when they do their podcast episodes, they kind of do it for a long period of time. There's a few episode, a few podcasts that I listen to where they do one hour, two hours or more, depending on how many people are in that episode. And how how much flow there is during that episode, like whatever, how well the conversation is going pretty much. But for the most case, I know other podcasts that I listen to, they usually do two hours or more per episode. And sometimes I do listen to all, to, to it all, depending what, depending who I'm listening to and what it is that they're talking about. I may listen to the whole two hours. I think two hours is the max probably I'll listen to when I'm listening to other podcasts. Excuse me. But as far as the podcast from as far as the time length for my podcast on 21 sessions, I usually try to keep it to 20 minutes to an hour mm, because it's just pretty much me, myself and I on this episode Versus where if I was to do it with somebody else, then obviously it would be a little bit longer. I think when I did the podcast with Darren, um, we did it for like, we did like a couple episodes already with Darren where the episodes were about two hours. So that's the most, if I'm doing an episode with somebody else, that's probably the most I'll ever do for the episode is two hours. Um, only because that's the most I'll listen to when I listen to other podcasts is two hours. So I try to think about how how I would be if I was to listen to somebody else's podcast. You know, if that's, you know, I try to take in consideration like that. How I will feel if I listen to other episodes versus when I do my own is this something that somebody's going to listen to? Is this the length right? You know, what not? You know, because I know I kind of understand from both parts of the both parts of the end. So that's why I try to keep it. If I keep it with other people, if I do episodes with other people, I try to keep it about two hours long because that's how long I would listen to podcasts if, when I listen to other people's podcasts is two hours of course, depending on the topic and how much I enjoy their podcast. But for me personally, with other people, it's two hours. If I just do a part, if I, when I do the episodes on my own, of course, 21 sessions is just me, myself and I, myself on this podcast, Alexa Ray, me. So when I do the podcast episodes on my own, I try to keep them to 20, 20, between 20 minutes to an hour. Again, depending on, well, not really depending on, well, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, depending on the topic I'm talking for each episode, sometimes will be 20 minutes, sometimes it can be up to an hour, any pretty much depending on the topic that I'm talking about and how much and how much I have to, how much I have written down and how much I have to say about the topic in the episode, it will be between 20 minutes to an hour. I know for most of my episodes, 
in the beginning of the in the beginning when I started doing the podcast again, I know the episodes are usually about twenty to thirty minutes, which I think for me, that's still a good time. Um, good time length for an episode is twenty to thirty minutes. But I've noticed recently that the more I got in, the more I started, I got into it and I started doing more episodes for the podcast. That episode time length started going past the thirty minute mark, which for me I don't see it as a bad thing or anything like that. Again, when I try to do the episodes, I try to think about, you know, is this is this how long? I would listen to an episode if I was listening to somebody else's podcast, which for me personally, if I'm listening to other people's podcasts, one hour, if it's just that person on that podcast, I would say about one hour. Again, for me personally, one hour is a good time length if it's just one person on the podcast. Again, if it's two persons on the podcast, then about two hours would be good as well. But being that 21 sessions, it's just me, one about 20, 20 minutes to one hour is a good time length for a podcast. And for the most part, yeah, so for the most part, I've been going over the 30 minutes mark up to the one hour mark. I do, when I do do the episodes, I do look on the time stamp that I have for the program that I'm using to make sure I'm not going over the one hour because I don't want it to be like at that point I just don't want it to be where I'm just you know talking 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 a bunch of mumbo jumbo and not really talking about what the topic was so like for some people when they get to the end of their topics they might just gibberish about something just to keep the flow going but for me, yeah, as I just said, I do look at the time, the timestamp for the program that I use to make sure I'm not going over the time limit of one hour because I don't want to just ramble on about things and I want to just pretty much keep it to the time limit that I have set. So yeah, when I do this episode, it's 20 to 30 minutes. Now, uh, 20 to 30 minutes before when I first started the podcast, and now it's going past the 30 minutes with more and more topics that I come up with and with more things that I want to say about that particular topic or the episode. Now, as far as where, where I record the episodes, I the program that I use to record the episodes is called Riverside.fm. Again, that's Riverside.fm. Riverside.fm is where I record the episodes for this podcast. Um, prior, prior to that, I was using a program on my Apple, on my tablet, on my iPad. I was using a program for that. And I used the iPad for quite a while. When I started when I started this podcast, I was actually using the iPad to record the episodes and I was recording them in my bedroom um, because that were that's where the quietest place was was in my bedroom and I could you know turn uh, close close the, uh, close the windows, pretty much sound out, block out any sound in the background. Um, only because I was using my iPad, I couldn't 
really have much futures um, on that on the iPads. I feel like any type of iPads or tablet that you use, you don't really have much futures selected there for you versus where if you were to use an actual desktop computer. So at the time when I had started my arts and crafts and the podcast, I was using my tablet to do things. So in the beginning, yeah, so in the beginning, I was using my tablet, my iPad, using my iPad to record the episodes for the podcast. And then I think I was was posting some things on my Instagram page for 21 Sessions and one of the things that kept popping up for recording programs for a program to record episodes is Riverside.fm. So I went ahead, I checked it out, you know, wanted to see what it was about, see if it was something worth investing in and, you know, just pretty much, yeah, worth, see if it's worth investing in something I see myself doing which I did watch a few videos as well on YouTube to see, you know, what they're about too as well. So yeah, in the end, I ended up choosing Riverside.fm. I want to say maybe this year. I want to say earlier this, well, yeah, maybe either during the summer or right before the summer started, I started using Riverside.fm. And that's actually where the 10 seconds, 8 to 10 seconds of silence between the episodes was coming from was Riverside.fm. And I couldn't figure out how to, at the time, I couldn't figure out how to get rid of that 10 seconds of silence until I figured out a few months ago, figured it out a few months ago on the Anchor website. But anyways, Riverside.fm is now where I record my episodes. It's actually very easy to use, easy tool. As I mentioned before, I like to keep things simple and easy. I don't like complicated things. I'm not a tech-savvy person. So if you're looking for a program to record your episodes, you should definitely check out Riverside.fm. I'm not too sure how well it works if you use it on your iPad or your tablet. Again, as I mentioned, sometimes there's not that much features you can do when you're on your iPad when you're a tablet on your tablet or your iPad versus when you're on your desktop. So right now, since, well, actually, now that I, yeah, now that I think about it, since I started using this program to record the episodes, I've actually been using it on my desktop, which does show a lot more features and things you can do on your desktop, on the desktop computer. Um, So, yeah, so that's where I've been using this program, Riverside.fm, on my desktop computer. Um, It's easy to record, easy to set up, easy to download to your computer. And it's actually, it's been pretty good for me so far. I haven't had any issues. I'm using, it it is, there is three different types of, um, I guess you can say, program you can use within this recording program like three different plans three plans plans is what i'm trying to say there's three different plans that you can use within this program to choose from and of course each plan does provide something a little bit more than what the other programs have so for me i'm using the free pro the free plan the free uh, yeah i'm using the free plan for riverside.fm 
Um, it's no charge at all or anything like that. There's no hidden fees. It doesn't require you to put in any credit card information if you choose, if you do choose to use the free plan. It just it lets me set up set up a recording studio. I just gotta go into the settings to change some things to help reduce the noise, background noise, and whatnot, that type of deal. And it lets me record just fine. And it lets me download just fine as well. So I have no issue with them as far as recording and downloading the episodes. It works well for me. It also, excuse me, it also works well when I upload it onto Anchor to distribute episodes. So yeah, in the end, I have no issues with Riverside.fm as far as recording the episodes. And I also have no issues with Anchor as far as distributing the episodes, editing, using the intro, outro music, or anything like that as well. Um, I think the only thing, the only thing I will, before I forget, the only thing I will mention for Riverside.fm is I think there is a time limit that you can record with their program. I think it's like two, well... Oh, wait. No, actually, now that I think about it, it says there's a time limit, but it's really not a time limit because when I record for my episodes, it still lets me record multiple hours of the episodes. So I think this, I think it's just other features I'm not able to do with the free plan compared if I was to use the other plans. So that's, yeah. I don't know. You guys go check it out for yourself. Maybe you'll have a better understanding of it yourself. But yeah. So if you're looking to record your episodes, Riverside.fm, check out the free plan. It's probably best if you want it simple and easy. As far as distributing, editing, intro, outro music, that type of thing, Anchor is pretty good. It's pretty good on that. I haven't had any issues with those two programs. Now, last thing I want to mention about the podcast is that when I first started out this podcast, I had a Facebook and Instagram page where I would share the episodes and pretty much share or display the episodes for you guys where you can check it out to let you know that there's a new episode. So now, now there is, now I only have the face, I don't have Facebook page anymore for 21 sessions i deleted that i want to say earlier this year probably during the summer and i only have instagram page for 21 sessions so if you want to follow my social media account it's only on instagram it's not on facebook facebook no longer exists for 21 sessions so yeah I just figured I'll let you guys know in case if you guys are interested in following updates. There is, yeah. So, yeah, with my Instagram page, I do update. I do put updates on that page that I may not have mentioned on the episodes. Um, So, for example, I think last week I mentioned how I might be doing like a last minute break 
for like projects during the holidays for the crafts. If I don't announce it on the episodes for the pot on the podcast, then I'll most likely announce them on my Instagram page. Um, as far as like last minute episodes. So yeah, if you want to go ahead and follow my Instagram page for 21 sessions where I do update, you know, do do where I do do updates, whether it's last minute or not, I do update that page quite often when it comes to the podcast. But yeah, that's all I have to say about frequently asked questions about the podcast. I'm actually going to take another break because that was actually quite a lot I had to talk about for the podcast questions. So I'm going to take about a minute break again. And then when I come back, we're going to talk about the frequently asked questions for the crafts. So and this will be the last break for the episode as well. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and then we'll talk about the questions for crafts. everyone welcome back again to 21 sessions now yeah so we're back from back from the minute break had to re refresh again um but as i mentioned as i mentioned before the break we're gonna go into frequently asked questions about the crafts so yeah so these are some of the things that i get asked quite um that i could just i pretty much get asked about when it comes to making the crafts so for example um so these so um i'm trying to find the words for it i'm sorry yeah so frequently asked questions for the crafts so it's just things in general so for example first thing on first question of the crafts is things that I do and don't do so every so often I will get a few people that ask me they may ask me once or twice or more than twice or whatnot about whether if I can make this for them or if I do this or if I, if, if I can make this for them or if it's something that I do so this next few things are a list of things that I don't do so, for example, one of the things that I don't do is decorate T-shirts, make any type of T-shirts. Now, I've done it before. Like, I've practiced on decorating T-shirts in the beginning when I started doing the crafts. I started crafting, decorating things back in 2021. Was it 20? Yeah, 2021. So that's when I started doing things. That's when it began for me. That's when it established. All that good stuff. Now at that time, which was only last year. That was like last year. It's crazy that, yeah, that all started last year. Crafty. But anyways, so when I started crafting last year, one of the things that I would practice on is t-shirts. And it would be to see if it's something I can do Something that, yeah, something I can do, something that I see myself doing, something that I would do in the long run down in the near future. And 
come to find out it's not something that I, I see myself doing. So t-shirts is creating, decorating. T-shirts is something that I don't do. Something that I don't do. Something that I won't do anytime at all. I don't see myself doing it because of the fact that how much it may seem for some people, it may seem an easy project, an easy task for them to do. But for me personally, it's not an easy task for me to do. Therefore, I don't see myself enjoying enjoy enjoying making t-shirts because it's not something I don't yeah, it's not some it's not an easy task to do. It's really not. Like that's making a t-shirt is a big project. And sometimes people may ask for more than one t-shirt. So for example, if they want to give t-shirts during like during a holiday or something, you know, you want to make a family one you make t-shirts for your family for your family photos or something, then you may have to make like 10 t-shirts for a big family uh, photo, which, you know, for some people, t-shirts is t-shirts is something that people do buy because obviously you want to wear a t-shirt when you go out. So a t-shirt is a popular item to decorate, but it's just not an easy task, an easy project, especially when it's just one person that's doing the project, doing the task. Every so often, my husband will help me do something um, pertaining to the crafts and everything. You know, I, I may ask for his help. Sometimes he may come over and offer his help, which is cool either way. But, you know, t-shirts is just something I don't see either one of us doing because we have, it's a big project. Is a much, it's definitely a way more, much bigger project to do. It's a lot of t-shirts we would have to go look for, to hunt for, for sizes. And it's just a lot of storage room as well, which we don't have very much storage places in this apartment that we live at. Not saying this is a bad apartment because it's not. We enjoy living here. We just don't have the storage uh, storage place for it. So pretty much when it comes down to it, Decorating, creating t-shirts is not something that either one of us wants to do anytime soon, anytime in the future, just anytime in general, because it's a big project, a big task that we don't want to take on because it requires a lot more attention into doing. Yeah. Also, yeah. So yeah, that's that's t-shirts. That's one of the things that I don't do. So don't ask me to make any t-shirts or anything like that. Also, another thing that I won't do is decorating tumblers, cups in a different form. Now, there are I know tumbler cups is something that I do that I do do. But I only decorate it with vinyl. So vinyl, you know, like the stickers that you guys may buy, you know, whether it's for me or from other places, 
that is what I decorate my tumblers cups with is vinyl stickers. There is other ways to decorate tumblers such as sublimation. You can use a proxy, you can use glitter. There's just a bunch of other ways to decorate tumblers, which I am not interested in doing. I have watched other videos of crafters that do do that where they decorate with sublimation or proxy or glitter. And just that alone already is very time consuming. The cost efficient is a lot. Well, well, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, the cost of it is quite a lot because there's a lot more tools, materials that you would have to buy in order to do the sublimation or proxy or glitter. Also, when you do those types of tumblers, you obviously would have to practice decorating them before you can perfect before you can get to before you can get to the perfection stage of being good at it, which that will be a lot of oopsie cups you would have to make before you get to the perfection stage that you want to be at. Which the videos that I've watched of other people doing it is does not seem fun. I've watched videos of crafters where they say they are stressed out from when they make the sublimation of proxy or glitter tumblers. So that some of them get so much orders where they have a long busy day and they're up all night you know, decorating the tumblers. So that's why I've decided not to decorate them, not to decorate the tumblers with any sublimations, proxy, or glitter. I choose to only decorate them with just the vinyls, which I've come to find out is simple and easy for me to do. I would say I have gotten better. I don't know if I'm the master of it, there's other masters out there who decorate tumblers way better than I do. But I definitely have gotten better at decorating tumblers with the vinyls. I found my niche as far as when it comes to these tumblers, as far as how I decorate them, which I stick to doing only with the vinyls for decorating the tumblers. It's come it's it's becoming easier for me to do each time that I have to make a cut. Of course, with anything that you do, you gotta practice you gotta practice with it a lot. Of course, there'll definitely be definitely will be some oopsies, some mistakes you will make. Not everything comes perfect on the first, second, or third try. You know, you will have to practice multiple times. And that's the only way that you're ever gonna get better and master and just overall get better at what you do is if you keep practicing at it and you keep working on it, the more you create something, the better you get at it. So for me, tumblers, decorating tumblers with the vinyls is something that I've, I would say I've gotten better at it. I've definitely gotten better at making any type of vinyl, um, vinyl project, whether it's a tumbler whether it's with budget binders or just creating vinyl stickers for people that just want to put on their own cups or something. You know, whatever the case may be, vinyl projects is something that I've definitely gotten better at. 
And I find joy. I actually find joy in decorating things with vinyls. You know, it's always fun to see the different type of things that ideas that the customer or the other person and me can, you know, collaborate and come up with different designs and how to do things, you know. But yeah, anyways, kind of went off topic. But yeah, so as far as of decorating tumblers, I only decorate them with vinyls. I don't decorate them with sublimation or proxy glitter or any other way. It's only vinyls that I decorate the tumblers with and that's it. So don't ask me to do it any other way because it's a lot of uh, just a lot of more complicated and more materials I would have to buy if that was ever a thing for me, but it's not. So yeah, the decorating tumblers with vinyls is my niche and that's probably that will be the only way that I will take her. decorate a tumbler is with finals. Tongue twister with that one. Okay, so another thing that I get asked a lot about the crafts is discount. Discounts, discounts, and discounts. There's always somebody out there that wants a discount on whatever it is. They just always try to find a way to get a discount somehow. You know, it's like it's like the customers at my job. They always want some kind of discount. Sometimes I feel like when it comes to crafts, somebody, yeah, somebody out there wants a discount. There's always, yeah, out there I want a discount. Discount, discount, discount. Life does not come with a discount code. No, it does not. So, I mean, like for me personally... I don't, I try not to take it personally when somebody asks for a discount, but I don't know. Well, yeah, I just try not to take it personally because I just feel like if that person really wants, really wants that item that you have, they will buy it, whether they want to buy it with a discount or not. If it's something that they really like, that they really love, that they really enjoy, then they will just buy it at whatever whatever the price may be without the discount. So asking for discount is not always a nice thing to ask for, especially if the person crafting the item isn't offering a discount. You know, it's, yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not always nice to ask for a discount, especially if the person that's making the item is, isn't offering a discount. Then, of course, that would be different. You know, I know some people where they make things and they'll tell you, you know, 10% discount on your next purchase. But for me, that's not always the case. I don't, I don't offer discount. I don't give discounts. Mostly because I feel like I do a lot of, I, I do, I put a lot of hard work into anything that I make, anything that I make, um, regardless of, you know, whatever it is, even if it's just a sticker, if it's just a cup, uh, keychains, a tote bag, whatever it is, I put a lot of, you know, a lot of um, hard work into creating, decorating these things. So it's like when somebody asks for a discount, it's like saying, you're worth this much, 
but I want to give you this much instead. Can I give you this much instead? You know what I mean? That's, that's for me, that's personally, for me, that's how I see it. That's how I see it when somebody asks for a discount is saying, yeah. So when they ask for a discount, it's like saying you, you're, this is how much you're charging. You're, you're worth this much, but I want to give you this much instead. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense to you guys. Anyways, yeah. So, but for me, for me personally, I, I have bought crafts, like arts and crafts from other people. And I've never asked them for discounts or anything like that. I don't even feel comfortable asking for discounts when other people make things. Or even when I go to the store, like a store, just a store in general, the grocery store, Sam's Club, Costco, Kmart, I mean, not Kmart, Target, just any store in general. When I go to any store and I buy something and I buy something from arts and crafts, I've never asked for a discount. Of course, there'll be coupons that may pop up on my, on my card, you know, my, my rewards card or something like that but that's like a program that I have set up with that store that I've earned throughout the year versus where if you're just not in a program or whatever and you're just randomly asking for a discount you know that's like no don't ask for a discount if it's not offered do not ask for a discount pretty much when it comes down to it so, yeah, don't ask for a discount if it's not, if it's not, if it's not there, don't ask for it. Uh, but any, next one, anyways, next one, another thing that I get asked quite often is, oh, what, get asked a lot? Well, yeah, another thing that I get asked quite often is the person offering to buy the supplies. So, for example, in the in the beginning, when I started doing arts and crafts last year, I've had a few people that has asked me to make t-shirts. And when I tell them no, then they always make some kind of remark as to, oh, what if I buy the supplies? Can I buy the supplies? And I still tell them no. Excuse me, I got the hiccups for my drink. But anyways, offering to buy the supplies does not mean that the person will make it for you or the person should make it for you. That's not always the case. Just because you offer to buy the supplies does not mean the person will do it. It also does not mean the price will reduce in whatever it is that they do. Um, For me... Even though, yeah, even though you offer to buy the supplies, it does not matter. If I say no to you the first time, I'm still going to say no to you the second time. So it's probably best to just listen when I tell you no the first time. There's no plan, no deal, no way to loop around it. So asking for a discount and offering to buy the supplies is definitely on my no no, no list. No, no list. No, no list. Yeah. No, no list. No, do not do list. Yeah. So don't ask. Yeah. So when you 
if you ask me to make something for you, do not ask for a discount and do not offer to buy the supplies because that's just going to irritate me more. Especially that's, yeah. Offering plus, plus when you ask to offer, when you offer to buy the supplies, keep in mind that each person that, each crafter, crafter, whatever, crafter, each person that decorates something, They've put a lot of time and effort into trying to figure out what what works best for their for their products. So, for example, I make I make I make um, tote bags. So, if you were to say you're going to offer to buy the tote bags, supplies for the tote bags, you cannot just buy any type of tote bags. Not every tote bag material works well with heat transfer so i've each person that goes into making decorating a tote bag has experiments multiple times before that trying to figure out what works best what tote bag works best for their heat transfer vinyl materials and yeah not all tote bags works well with heat transfer vinyl same thing with the tumblers not every tumbler works well with vinyls not every tumbler works well with sublimation a proxy or glitter same that goes for any product that is decorated created not every product works well with the materials that is provided there are certain ones that works well and for that person they most likely will stick to the same product, the same one, if they find one that works well for what they do. So for me, for me personally, if I find something that works well with what I do, I'm going to stick with what I do. I'm going to stick with what I, with, with yeah, with what I've worked with. I'm going to stick with what I do if I find something that works best with what I do. So offering to buy the supplies you are pretty much entering at your own risk because there are multiple experiments that each person has done to find what works well with their products. So if you offer to buy supplies for somebody, you are entering at your own risk. But in my case, do not offer to buy the supplies because I'm going to tell you no. Do not ask for a discount because I'm going to tell you no. So, no, no, and no. Thank you. Anyways, another frequent thing that I get asked a lot, or that I get asked quite often is, do you use your own stuff? Do you use your own stuff that you create and decorate? Why, yes, I do. I do, yeah, I do use own I do use my own products that I've decorated. Um before I even um before I even decide I want that is something that I wanna present to people, I always try I always try my own stuff first before I present it to other people. So for example, the cups, the tumblers with vinyls, tumbler cups with vinyls. I've actually tried those. I've decorated it. 
I've used the cups a few times. I've used the vinyls a few times before I presented it to everyone to make sure that it is something that works well. It is something that does well, that does well, do well, works well. And that's just a positive, positive thing. So yeah, that is some cups is something that I tried before I presented it to everybody. Um, same thing with the budget binders. That is something that I I am currently using a budget binder before presenting it to everybody. Same thing with my pop sockets, with the pouches, with the keychains, with the tote bags, with the coasters, keychains, all this other stuff that I do. I do, I have tried myself before presenting it to everybody else. So, if I haven't had any issues with it, any issues or problem with it, then I'm going to present it to everybody. If I do, then of course I'm not going to present it to everybody. So, you know, there's a lot of trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, error before deciding to present something to everybody. So that's what I do. I do use my own stuff. Yes, I do use my own stuff before I present it to everybody else. Now, the last thing that is on my list that I, a question that has popped up quite a few times is using resin. Resin is something that I use when I make keychains. Now, resin Keychains is the only time. Keychains is the only time I will use resin. Resin is a good liquid to use when creating things. Of course, it depends on the brand that you buy as well. The brand of resin that you buy, not all of it is a A plus. There are so certain ones that are A plus, B plus, C plus, D and F. But for resin, for me personally, resin is the only time I'll use resin is when I um when I make the keychains being because resin itself is not that cheap I usually only buy a small bottle because I don't make resin keychains that often so usually a small bottle of resin can cost you about 20 bucks 15 to 20 bucks depending on the size of how small it is um where you buy it from and the quality of the resin as well. There's like many different things that you can use for resin. A lot of a common one that I've seen for resin is people putting it on their tumblers so that it doesn't like crack or dent so easily when you drop it. But that those people that use resin for their tumblers are probably um, costing a lot for their tumblers and the quality of their tumblers, of course, is most well, probably most likely A plus. So, which is why they add resin to their tumblers to prevent any cracks or denting and whatnot. But for me personally, I don't like to deal with resin very often because it can be it can be quite messy, and sometimes it can stink up your home. So yeah, and plus you got to be careful with that stuff because the chemicals, certain resin or even a proxy, or a proxy is another form of resin, depending which ones you use, 
can have bad chemicals in it that will be bad chemicals to your body and to anybody around you. So, which is why I don't use resin that much. And if I do use resin, I try to make sure it doesn't contain any chemicals that would be bad for me or anybody else in the long run. And it's only resin that I use for the keychains. Um, like letter keychains is what I use that for. So that's pretty much the only time I'll use resin. But yeah. Anyways, that's all the frequency. Um, frequently asked questions that I have about the crafts. I do have them displayed, the question and answers displayed on my Instagram page. So I do have an Instagram page for the arts and crafts. When I started doing it, I had a Facebook page as well and an Instagram page, but I recently uh, deleted the Facebook page for the arts and crafts probably around the same time that I deleted the podcast page only because I wasn't going on it that often for the podcast and the crafts. I, I go on Instagram quite often. I get a lot more interaction as well when I post things to Instagram pertaining to the crafts and the podcast, which is why I deleted the Facebook page for the podcast and the crafts. So any updates, any questions, or anything pertaining to the podcast and arts and crafts will only be on the Instagram page. Of course, I do have separate Instagram page for each of those things because they do different things. So the podcast Instagram page is only on Instagram, podcast on Instagram only nowhere else only on instagram for the podcast and same thing for the arts and craft there is no facebook page for the crafts only instagram page for the crafts so yeah i actually enjoy i actually enjoy the instagram going on instagram i tend to find out you can do a lot more excuse me a lot more i tend to find out you can do a lot more instagram compared to what you can do on Facebook. I mean, Facebook is still a good social media, a a good social media, you know, type of deal thing. But sorry, I got the hiccups again. But anyways, as far as promoting the podcast on the crafts, I've decided to just stick to the Instagram page for those two things because of what more it provides for me uh, for what I do for the podcast and the crafts and yeah Instagram Instagram is I feel like it's definitely stepping its game up at least when it comes to crafts and podcasts I enjoy doing it that I enjoy going on Instagram overall whether it's the podcast to crafts or my own personal um, Instagram page I just enjoy doing it enjoy being on instagram more than facebook if i go on facebook it's usually just to share like memes share memes or like share old memories or i may or sometimes i might comment on somebody's post but like that's like once in a great while though comment on a post like a post or something 
But for the most part, I'm on Instagram. I post a lot more on Instagram. I share things more. I comment more. I like more. And just overall, I do more on Instagram. So your best bet in updates or things will probably be Instagram. I mean, if you don't have Instagram and you contact me on Facebook, I'll still, I'll still reply back. But yeah, if you don't have Facebook or you don't have Instagram, then I guess just text or call me. But anyways, as far as the arts and crafts go, I do have an Instagram page only. Only Instagram, okay guys? No Facebook anymore. Only Instagram page for the crafts and for the podcast. Um, but anyways, that's pretty much all I have for this episode that I wanted to go over. It's just frequently asked questions about the crafts on the podcast. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, I'm going to probably do this once, probably three times the most throughout the year, starting in January. Um, yeah, starting in January... I'll probably reserve an episode where I will bring up frequently asked questions for the crafts or the podcast, depending on what the questions are. Of course, if it's an old question that I've talked about before, then I'll refer, then I won't even bother with it. But depending, of course, it always depends on what the gear brings. So in the end, I may not even do an episode of frequently asked questions but you never know what each year holds each year brings for you so who knows but i the max i will keep it to is three episodes throughout the year where i talk about frequently asked questions about crafts and podcasts again i will only do it three times i don't want to just talk about the crafts of the podcast itself all the time I do want to bring up other topics for you guys to listen to and check out and enjoy. Also, other topics for me to enjoy talking about as well. But as usual, I hope you enjoyed, whoever's listening or you listeners out there. I hope you enjoyed today's topics, conversation, updates, all that good stuff. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Until next time, I'll talk to you guys later.